Welcome to the Old and the New Podcast Results Show. I'm Mick McGraw. I'm Gebo. Geb. Mick. Right, before we, we start, we'd like to apologise for um, last week. Yeah, it should be week three, shouldn't it? But it's only week two. two. Yeah, we missed a week due to football, work, life. We do apologise because we know people take time out to yeah. send us the reports, which, to be honest, it showed this week, hasn't it? Yeah, people have sort of ditched us a bit. <laughs> yeah. So we do apologise for that. Yeah, hopefully it won't happen again. You know, we'll crack on and keep us all updated what's going on in the footy scene locally. This is from Monday the 22nd onwards, isn't it? So yeah. Sunday the 29th. 29th, yeah. Eventful yeah. week. I'll start with the chess league. I'd like to find Paul Graham again for constantly giving us the reports and, you know, letting us get it out there for you. Uh, Monday night in the Olympic Trophies Championship, Groves made it two wins from two with a 6-0 defeat of Orange Athletic. James Fletcher led the scoring with two, followed by Matty Allen, Mark Roberts, Liam Fitzpatrick and Jake Hughes. Oh we are, here's one for you, I've been waiting for this. There's Brazilians playing for Shafts. As well. But Shafts reserves, I've got. I think it's three Brazilians playing. How? I don't know, they obviously have a better scouting system than what I have. <laughs> but they've got three Brazilians playing. I think it's three anyway, but... Well, the reserves 1-2-1 one, one against Chester Nomad's fives. And the goal scorers was Andre Santos and Ronald Di Abreu. Fair play. I hope they've got international players. Well, <laughs> all I'm saying is we need to go and watch them. Great Sutton and Hull, Hull Rovers fought out a two-all draw with Michael Cooper and Terry Watson and for Great Sutton and Paul Joyner and Ryan Bradley replying for Hull. Win- Winsford Saxons got the season underway with a 7-0 win over Rossmore Rangers. Mark Rand and Gabriel, Gab- Gabriel Cooper were the marksmen for the newcomers. Port Sunlight Nomads in a 2-1 win over Hellsby Threes. Joe Clark scoring from the penalty spot for FC Dudden United in their 3-1 defeat at the hands of Christleton, who had Will Harrison and George Tingsby brace to thank for the win. On Tuesday night, which is the it was the Prem, the Queen's Ferry Sports Prem Division, Hells beat seconds, beat local rivals, Runcorn Sports, threes, thirds, three-two. On Wednesday, Damien Rowley netted twice as Blake in youth reserve beat Hull Rangers 2-0. Eddie Jebb hit a consolation for Shaftesbury Youth in their 5-1 defeat by Hire, Bevington, Kelmer, Brian Layfield 2, Sean Burgess, Tristan, Skelly and Andy Noonan. You want to promote the Brazilians, don't you, to the first well, team? we've got to look at that, haven't you? We've yeah. got Brazilians running a mock in the other league. Lloyd Ithel led the way with four, followed by Matt Redmond, Ben Lennon and Joe Wally and Richie Freightman. Usual run out winners over Black Horse by their goal in five thanks to strikes from Lewis Clark, Liam Whelan, Degger Taylor and Kyna Mason and Adam Walker netted for the Black Horse. You need to all flying. Yeah, they obviously moved with Saturdays and that but they're still unbeaten. Uh, champions Upton JFC beat Chester Nomads 6-3. Jack Sconce with one, Matthew Craig, Paddy Lally two, Liam Gibson and Halim Center, the scorers. 
Last one was the Wagon Horses, 1-3-0 over Nesta Nomads. Ellis Moore, Rainer Gray scored for the Wagon and Horses. And then we go to, that's our midweek up before Saturday for the Chester League. Yeah. Oh, and we'll do the we'll do the West Cheshire now. West Cheshire midweek. It's been um been interesting this West Cheshire, hasn't it? Yeah. I think even at all the divisions. Started well though. Monday the twenty third of August will start. Following a contra- a comprehensive victory at the weekend, Lidlin Remaker Reserves found the going tough on Monday night in Division Two cl- clash with promotion rivals Marine Twenty Threes. It doesn't say a, it doesn't actually say a score. It just just gives you like they've won. They've won, yeah. So sorry about that. We are going off the press report. Yeah, we are. Malaby, who were on the receiving end on Saturday, responding to with an emphatic victory over Putnam Vicks, seven nil. Might have a report for that. Okay, I'll just give you the scores. All right. Yeah. Sam Saunders two, Wade Sword, Tom Black, Paul Ellison, Jack Hand, and Lewis Dixon. Now. We've put goals up on Bernie's put goals up with this game. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On Twitter and Facebook. Um, I've got a report up, Peter. Big one as well, to be fair. After a good Pete Simon. Simon. Yeah. Fair Pete play, Simon. Pete, fair play, Pete. After a good win Saturday, which by the way we missed out. I've got the report for Saturday as well, but unfortunately. Yeah, we apologise. Good win Saturday, lads were brought back down to Earth with a bang. We kick off and five minutes later we go 1-0 behind with slack marking from a Malaby cross. Costs us a day of play and meets the cross and puts them 1-0 up. Then we play some good football creating four or five chances with the Malaby keeper making some great saves. And as they say, if you don't take your chances you get punished. And that's what happened. Malaby scored their second just before half time when one of our lads was caught under a long ball with another cross being met by the Malaby player. Half time, Vix nil, Malaby two. I'd just like to add before I continue with this, Wade Sword has got it. He scored the first, and it was the only one he didn't get on camera. Oh, <laughs> of Second half kicked off. In the first 15 minutes, we once again got on the ball and had some great chances with the opposition keeper, like in the first half, making some cracking saves. Then the Malaby lads seemed to be sprinkled with some David Beckham magic dust, and everything they hit seemed to go in. Some absolute rockets. Great for the new tools, horrible for us. The game finished 7 0. And he, he, he adds, We made the decision this season to try and build a young squad with a few senior players. The problem we have is our <coughs> senior players are all out injured, which showed today as the Malaby lads with players like Lee Bridge and Wade Sword marshalled their side really well. Missed chances in the first half killed us, and also some of the young lads were a bit naive. But this is the path we've chosen. You know, so fair play. We've actually watched the goals. There's some yeah, there's volleys there. outside the box. and Bridgey playing for Malaby, eh? Yeah. Fixer on the attack a lot of the time. There's break on. Break down and Malaby going to score. You know, that's football. Yeah. Despite efforts from Louis Breger and Simon Grace, after reserve suffered their second defeat of the season as they went down 3-2 at home to Helsby. Who had Sonny Dean, Greg Campbell, and former player talisman Lee Garrido on target. Jacob Dooley, Noel Neary found the net as McGull Reserves overcame Rainhill Town 2 1. Mike Hudson netted for the visitors. Division 3, High Flyers, Sutton Athletic, rolled their fourth win in succession and remained firmly on course for promotion 
after efforts from Tom Rufford to Ian Mayo, Josh McEwen and Jordan Gray, Belteridge anchored the South Whittle Challenges to a 5-0 triumph over neighbours at Ellesmere Port Town Reserves. So we go to Tuesday the 24th. Hats off to Prescott Cables Reserves, Dylan Jeffrey, who bagged all four goals and helped his side their first win of the season, winning 4-1 victors over the Division 1. Redgate Rovers, who had Anthony Poole on the score sheet. In Division 2, South Liverpool Reserve scored the, through Bobby Murphy, but it was the Visitors Marshall Reserves who profited. Jacob Johnson 2, Jack Manners and Jacob Till finding the net in a 4-1 triumph, while the points were shared after an effort from South Sefton Butters Callum Malone was cancelled out by reply from Cheshire Lions Andy Dixon. And then Wednesday is... Following a great advert for the West Cheshire Division 1 leaders, Maisie Royal safeguarded their 100% record after goals from Adam Smith, Kieran Cartwright and a late winner from Leon Detloff clinched a 3-2 decision over battling, battling Heswell who had two goals, Shea Roberts on the mark. Oh, you were there weren't you? I was there, goal scorers are wrong. Okay. Do you know what? Fair play. And I say two Whittle teams, good game of football. Two teams having a go, which is what we want to see. Yeah. Not much in the game, to be fair. When the Royal got to in space, Joe Sefton's at the back for Heswell, and he just run him. Dangerous, he's really dangerous, isn't he? Yeah. Then uh, Heswell go down at. What, what was that? Heswell's goal scorer's name? Shea Roberts. Smaller. So he hits right foot volley on the turn, I think it was. Far top corner, one nil to Eswell. But whenever Eswell got in a decent position, they, they seem to sit in and they sat back a bit. The Royal come back at them and across. Willow gets there before the keeper, and I say to keepers at Willow just knocks it in, heads it in. Then you know what I'm like in my memory. But yeah, the Royal. Oh, it's it's a good game. I'd say the Royal was slightly on top, and they get given a penalty. And for me, it's not a penalty. It's not, and obviously, Bernie's got footage of this, hasn't he? But he missed the penalty bit. Uh, I've seen people comment on Twitter saying he heard the linesman telling the referee that it wasn't a penalty. But whatever happens, he give it. Kieran steps up, slots it away. And then Hesel went another go, the Royal like sat in, Hesel got at them then. And that, the, the young lad again, it's a left foot folly this time. So you could ask, but then. Instead of trying to go for the win, they sat in as well and invited it on. And it was Sabu causing trouble again. Driscoll hits a shot, Joe, Joe blocks it. And Leon runs in. He's not aiming for the goal, Leon. He's just kicking it, you know, Leon, don't you? But he's away. He's away. So, yeah, three, three Queens lads scoring for the Royal on a Saturday. Good game. Good game. Sabu's proper dangerous. Willow just bossed the midfield, I think. Well, has well got you know, considering they've just come up, started well, haven't they? Yeah, they've been doing all right too. Okay. Great. He has, he has um, the working hard. Can't see Donny for yeah. a bit too. Which is good, right? So Lewis King took twice from a goal, but still finished on the losing side after replies from Alex Schlutz, Ben Jones, and Danny Bellamy. Bellamy, I think that's what it is. So Marshall's run out three two winners. Ryan Nickel like. Claims of both goals as Cavaniers beat Chester Nomads 2 0 and Ainty Villa opened their accounts when efforts from Chris Hughes, Andy Hughes, and Fran Hoggy sparked a 3 2 
results of a Mossley Hill. That's massive. That's that. massive I can't, I can't believe it. That's just opened it up for the world for me. Like, and then when we go to Saturday, it makes it even bigger, doesn't it? Ashall made it maximum return from the first three outings thanks to a three-one success at Newton, confirmed by goals from Josh Malden got two and Tommy Johnson. Newton ah, scorer Josh, was Paul Foy. Tell you what, he's flying, Josh. I mean, he scored a lot of goals for you there, didn't he? He did, he had a great season, he scored well. He's 30 a good, goals. Good midfield goal scorer, didn't he? When he gets himself fit, yeah, he's really good. Division That's 3 action, sort of salty effort from Ewan McCready. Oh, give all, all three points for Pilton Vicks Reserves at local rivals, Pilton World. South Liverpool's Freds bolstered their promotion as a, with a 5 1 win against Mersey Harps. And that that's us till the weekend. You may as well so, yeah, I'll carry on with the West Cheshire Friday night. A lot of Friday night games, hasn't it, this year? It's the cricket, isn't it? Once the cricket ends, Friday ends. Obviously, the late nights as well. Yeah, Division 1 title challenges built on save Edmund. Edmonds remained unbeaten after a smart double from Tom Hewlett helped them 2 2 draw with Chester Nomads, who rallied through Ben, ben Coward and Louis Moss. Now, I don't know if anyone's seen this on Twitter. Have you seen a free kick? He's the same lad who scored the free kick against the Royal, Louis Moss. Done another one, has he? Oh, it's unreal. Yeah, because they have video on all the games, Chester, aren't they? So they're getting them all. It's here, no, it was that MGTV from Liverpool. Oh, is that what they, it is? They put it up, yeah. Great, great, uh, Fair play. Great strike from that lad. This is still Friday night. In another 2 3 stalemate, the Division 2 clash between Chester Lions and Marshall's Reserve saw the host score through Jack. Aloma and Sam Dick- Dixon with Joe Pendergast and Jacob Johnson in reply for Marshalls. Elsewhere efforts from Liam Sparks, Matty Hickman, Dan Hopp, Elsewhere, Ellis Williams were enough as Kevin Filler overcame Groves 4-2 in the only division pairing on Friday. Right, so we'll go to uh, Saturday. Saturday. Prem, West Cheshire 1. Major World Juggernaut continued to roll in his pursuit of the club's first ever Division 1 title success after making his six wins on the trot. Adam Smith and Louis Willingham bagged doubles in Saturday's 4-1 eclipse of Prescott Cable's reserves, which left the league leaders with a six-point cushion at the top. Nearest rivals, Asheville also beat 100%, also boast a 100% record and stayed in the mix after efforts from Tommy Johnson, Josh Malden and Gary Jones secured a 3-1 result at Foxhall Motor Reserve who had, who had Richie McQuaid on the mark 44 I think no joys <laughs> Fair play Flying the Royal aren't they? Absolutely flying Trevor Ashville though, Ashville 100% 4-4, yeah. it's good to see It is, it, we've, we've, we're crying out for the Wiltons to win this session aren't yeah. we? Yeah um, When we discussed it we didn't um, in the mix, did we? No, because they haven't really made many changes after from what the team have seen, but obviously Adam Mojo makes it and it was 44, but still, still better than most players in that league. A Jason Fulton hat trick was supplemented by favourite goals from Josh Lavanda and Paddy Taylor as Marshall's post a 5 0 win over Raynell Town and at Gaten Park. Doubles from Scott Connolly, Danny Dixon, Matty Morris, Harvey Foster, and Dan O'Holloran. Strikes or has will romp home nine nil against Ainty Villa. I've got a little report of Robbie Matthews, but that nine nil says it all, doesn't it? Do you know what? That just shows the Ainty Villa results from the midweekend. From Mossley Hill's point of view, they're the results that you just can't afford in that league. This makes me laugh now. 
Liam Smith scores a penalty and Newton points from there meeting with Marshall he's, he's got a fight with um, Fowler soon I know and he's just he's mad at me. he loves it doesn't he yeah fair play fair play to him <laughs> um, James Hooper scored the uh, equaliser against Newton from a goal player him James Hooper Paul Pearson Danny Forrester and Nathan Pete netted from Mossley Hill in their 3-1 3-0 win over Ellesmere Paul Town that's Ellesmere this game I heard they were going. Only played Saturday. Did they go and play Saturday? They played Saturday, fair play. That they got a team. Good. We don't want teams to go, do we? No. Reached Wise Hattrick and Mike Hindley doubles set Division 2 pace as Run Corn Sports up for a 5 0 win at McGill Reserves. I haven't had a report off Run Corn Sports yet. Mm. So if you're all listening, lads, get them in. You're flying. Yeah, you're flying and you've done well for us last year. Lennon Whelan. Was another three goal star who shone for second place Liver and Remaker. Reserves Liam Morris 2 and Ewan McEver 2 played supporting roles as Remy beat South Sefton 7 2. Charlie Roberts and Liam van der Gelder replied for the hosts. Van der Gelder, that's a great name, isn't it? Yeah. Ashville Reserves had no answer to me on the 23s who had Harrison Warden 2, Joseph Williams, oh, I don't want to say this, Junior. Sia Kaholoma. <laughs> I've had a go there. I have had a go. Ethan Colwell, Andrew Mackey, and Kyle Campbell on target in a 7 0 victory. A last minute penalty miss cost Clawton Village challenges Malaby maximum spoils after they finished 0 0 at Rainford. They've been going well with Malaby, haven't they? Well, I've heard to say in the ball at the back of the net, and it wasn't given. Oh. That's not just come from one, that's a couple of people have said that. Well, efforts from Callum Morrison and Sean Paddington, aka Pagger, Pagger, failed to prevent Pilton Vicks from going down 3 2 at home to Mosley Hill. Reserves, struggling, aren't they? Yeah. Matty McCulloch, Archie Piercy, and Dylan Cockgrave with the marksman as West Cable recorded their second win of the season after beating Raynell Townsend 3 2. Chris Gannon and Alex McLaughlin obliged for the home side. Just stick with it, Pete. Oh well, you've done well with them kids. You got your Vicks, you got your West Cave, your Malibu are up there. If they can go on a good run, you know, run corner top, run corner flying. After run corner, it's like Liverland Reserves, Marine 23s. You know they can have a bad spell at, at any point. Reserve teams can, yeah. You know, and then it's there, so if you can get on a bit of a run, keep sticking it out. Because what I didn't say in, in the top division, first division. Six out of the top eight are from over this side. Nice. Division three leaders built reserves made a five from five when Clar- Clarence Henry, Luke Davis and Baff Jarby all scored in their three one decision over Ellesmere Port Town Reserves, Matt Shakespeare, Nesta for the Port. Nesta Nomad's four one victory over West Cave Reserves was endorsed by efforts from Ollie Dalton, Josh Payne. Harry Blair and Martin Marshall while Peter Brown replied for Kirby. Season campaigner John Pomfret plundered both goals for Putin Royal who drew 2 2 with Mersey Harps. Doing alright, Putin Royal, started well. Yeah. Two goals from Joel Jackson left his calling card as ancient reserves. He called two on over Putin Vicks reserves. Sean Wright scored for the visitors. Top scorers were fourth place South Liverpool, Vert, who blitzed Chester Nomads 8 2. 
There we go. Some biggies on tonight, this yeah. season. And that's us for the. Um, Just looking at the the league, right? We both picked something, didn't we? The third at the moment, but they've won four from four. They've got a game in hand. Bootle Reserve won five from five. Run corner of one foot. It's plus 26 from four games. That's six and a half goals a game. Scoring more than your opponent. Well, should we go? Do you the um, Chester Saturday? Yeah. Unitor are the early leaders of the Queen's Face Sports Premier Division, having secured maximum points from their opening four games. On Saturday, they travelled to Cairns Crescent to play the previously unbeaten Blake and Youth Reserves and came away with a 3 0 win with goals coming from James Addison, Liam Whelan, and Degger Taylor. Addo back playing? Addo's back, yeah. Big win now. It's hard to go to Blake, and I know it's not their first team, but Doesn't matter, I know it's still a tough place to go. Blake's only. They've won three, lost that one game now, Blaken. Where you in a total of four mm. for four. Wagon and Horses moved second after the 7 2 win away, away over Hellsby. It's with goals from Calabro's got four, Robbie Davis, another one, Nahido Rayham. You can always uh, message us. Rayman. Rayman? Rayman. Always message us. Yeah, I apologise if I've got it wrong. And Josh Hazeldine. Hooten move up to third in the table after a 4 win over Upton JFC Youth, who won it last year. Lloyd Ethel 3 and Richie Franklin, the scorers, 7 in 2 games for Lloyd. Black Horse got back to winning ways with 5 win over Runcorn Sports thirds, with goals from Mike Watson, Chris Davis and Kyan and Mason Hattrick. Mason. Mason. Shouldn't be playing at that level. Shaftesbury Youth recorded their first points of the season with a 6-1 win over Sestian Alex. Owen Ainscoe led the line with two, followed by Lewis Trodden, James Osborne, Eddie Jeb, and own goal. Eddie Jeb, he's my age, 38, still going strong. Aidy Graves replied for assistant. Callum Jones hit a brace for Hull Rangers in their 2 1 win over High Bab Camel, who had Kenny Marr on the score sheet. And then we have the Championship Trophy wins for the Saxons, not the second win of the season, beating Great Sutton. 5-2 with goals from Dean Mundy, Zach Finnegan, Robbie Lee and Jack McElliot, Brace, Ryan Boyer and Dan Lewis reply for Grace Sutton. Shashby Youth Reserves turned on the style, recorded a 10-4 oh, win over Orange Athletic. Samba time I'm calling it. Samba time. Sam- yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, been, I've, I've been thinking about that. Samba time. <laughs> Ron Ronald the Abru with four. Four? Joel Brown, three. I know he's not Brazilian, but Jimmy Gomez, two. He's still got the name on it. Yeah, he's still got it. Tom Ryan. Little Mexican name. Harry Stubbs and Tom Lane penalty were enough for FC Dublin United to put their first points of the season on the board in a 2-0 win over Port Sunlight Nomads. Rossmore Rangers went down 5-1 to Hellsby Thirds, who had Ad Harding, Dan Nixon, two. Um. The Flexi Divisions on Monday and Friday nights kick off on Monday the 27th of September under the lights across 3G venues across the county. There's still time to register for your for our 11v11s. For further details, please get in touch with the with Paul Gray. Two other games Saturday. Lairds will be disappointed. Lairds because they got beat by Abby Alton 2 0, but the week before they had two good wins. Yeah, they missed out on. Yeah, they've been doing right there, haven't they? And then yourselves? Yeah, beat Scam 1 0. 
Yeah, decent results after you threw and then got beaten in the FA Cup further. Yeah, no, we did. Thought we deserved it overall. I thought we, you know, we had a threat and fair play to young Jack Kelly. Come off the bench, I think all goals. goals yeah, he scores goals. The kid, all subs, made an impact and you know our game in hand now after what happened yesterday. Obviously, I'll talk about it now because we won't really get time. Actually, we we were getting beat one 0 away. Run corner all the time. We got abandoned. Greg, Greg Drummond smashed his head on a concrete post. Lovely little gash, isn't it? Oh yeah, tremendous. We fairly they stitched them up well. He looked after them. But yeah, we're in our game now. We go third. Fair so it's not a, it's not all doom and gloom. You know we've so it's you know, it's a little bit rosier. Yeah. Okay. So we go on to Sunday. I didn't see nothing. I didn't. I didn't was know. all day. Yeah, same. Well, a press report. John Taylor in the position. Rob Sub sent me, so thanks to them. We start Upton Town carried on where they left off last season towards the end of June with the Wirral District Football Association Sunday Amateur Cup under their belt. They started the new season with a 5 0 romp in the Ullahans Birkenhead Sunday Football League Division 1 over Telegraph FC. Tom Ward led the way with a brace. And singles from Leon Sunduf. I think that's spelled wrong, like Callum Maynock and Liam Healy. Bromborough Ray took pole position with Carl Boy getting two, Don Crosley and Luke Arnold calling the tune over Whittle Radio 4 0. No goal from our mate there. Kiwis. Ben Evans bagged a four-goal haul for Bushels Grange Athletic and a brace from Ben Glover in a 6-1 win over Lions FC. Paul Ryan replying for Lions. The honours were shared between Woodchurch Rovers, who had Danny Cheney on the score sheet, and AFC Shafts, who had Owen Ainsco in a one-all draw, with both teams holding a comfortable early-season mid-table position. The season's highest placed new club in the, in the league constitution, Woodchurch Hotel, registered a tremendous 5-2 win in the Premier Division at Neston Nomads. Luke Blondell and Ollie Dutton scoring for Neston. On the score sheet for the Woody were Ross Rule, Ben Holmes, Josh Jerez and a pair from Danny McLaughlin doing the damage. I did promise to give a lad, a young lad, a shout out to play with the Woody yesterday on Sunday. Finley, so Lee Eason's lad. Is he 16? He's, he's my Mitchell's age, 17. 17. Just turned 17. Um, I've watched him as a kid grow up. Obviously, he's played in the same team now and again with our Mitch. And obviously, he's grew up now. And he, you know, did he start the game? Or come I don't know. I don't know. I just I spoke to his dad and he was at our game yesterday. And, I said to him, Joe, I'll give you a little shout out on the podcast. To be playing in the league at that age, he's doing well. well. There's not enough of that, though, is there? No. These young lads not wanting to play. Come and play in the league and have a go. But yeah. managers have got to have the balls to play him now, haven't they? Yeah, they Do you have. know what I mean? The, you know, there was lads on the bench at certain other clubs this weekend. It was, it was 18, 19, didn't get, a, didn't get a chance when the teams were short. Do you know what I mean? But. You know, it's having the balls to play them in there. Yeah, I keep saying, I've said it before, I'll say it, it's a future of football. There's a missed generation of footballers. Yeah, so, you know, I know it's, it is about winning, but you've got to still bring these young lads through. Have to go and watch young Giso. 
So you've been getting away from that club? <laughs> <laughs> now we'll continue the very eight. Strikes from Ryan Smith, Adam Lee and a worldie from Greg Drummond. <laughs> the Dock, 3-0 win over Lansling and Avon and still had the division with a far superior goal difference from Rock Ferry Social who thumped FC Bidston 6-1 finding an effort for the Rock Boys where Sabu with a hat-trick a double from Jack Brown and Josh Dunro I actually read it was 6-1 and so I got two but I don't know who's right and wrong there yeah it. it's all you can do yeah it's all you can do and, and you know try and make it um, a fight of it with with the Dock you know what I mean One's got two. Lewis McKnight, who scored on his debut last week for New Ferry Rangers, was again on the mark with the only goal of the match against fellow promoter club from last season, Victoria Colts. Returning club, Rock Point FC, made it two wins from two and sit in second place, beating <laughs> MSC Eastern 5 3 because I've got a match report. Do you only want to go through? Goals were on. The goals that I don't know if they're up yet or yeah, they've already been up, yeah. yeah. He, the goals are off in the weekend's game, yeah. After a shocking start, this is from Chris Lally at Rock Point. After a shocking start to the game for both teams, Rock Point settled the better and were denied a stonewall penalty one minute, then had a soft one given against them the next, giving MSC the opportunity to take the lead, which they did. Rock Point, however, didn't need long before levelling the score lines as Josh Hatton squared for Stu Hardman to slot home to make it one all. It was then Josh Hatton's turn to get on the score sheet with a well taken lob over the keeper to put Rock Point 2-1 up. Ten minutes before half time it was 3-1 after a failed clearance fell to Johnny Pom who prodded it, prodded it into the net from close range. The striker for MSC Eastern was always the danger for us and capitalised on some indecision and headed home from close range to make it 3-2 at half time. MSC were level soon after the break as a great ball forward and a neat touch and finish found the bottom of the net and it's a lad who scored all the goals creating it. Free all. The score stayed that way till the last 20 minutes as Rock Point brought on three subs that changed the game in a blink of the eye as it was 4-3 as Stuart Hardman, Hardman doubled his tally and more importantly put Rock Point ahead. MSC retiring now and the fresh legs for Rock Point showed as Jordan skipped past three players before being upended in the box for a penalty and Davabo did what he does best and slotted it home to put the game to bed and seal a 5-3 victory. Not the prettiest of games but a win nonetheless and three points in the bag. Man of the match, Jordan Chualco. Mm. If you look, if you watch, the grass looks long there. Yeah, it does. I was thinking that. Yeah. Where did he play? It's down the eastern, down the back there, you know, uh, with all the sheep yeah. and the cows, watch it. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, I know, yeah. It was one of the only places given games out pre-season as well, pitch. Continue high fly and JPL Jets, who had Carl Ham and Ryan Jones, shared the honours with Glenavon Athletic, who had Alec Weston, scored two in a two-all draw. I actually, I was picking up from the sports and I seen some JPL players in there and they were not happy with the, with the referee. No. Was not happy at all. But 
Silver Athletic, who had Kieran Birch, Andrew Hopwood, accounted for Barcode FC, 2-1. Jamie Isaac replying for Barcode. AFC Teamers' wonderful unbeaten start to the season continues in Division 3 after a narrow 3-2 win at newcomers Wallasey Village FC. Jason Rigby and Danny Allen scoring for Wallasey, notching the all-important strikes for Team Roberts. AFC Rain unbeaten. They went goal crazy with a 6-2 win at Sporting Team of the Season, Wirral Athletic. Richie Whitby and Jake Ivies scoring for Wirral Athletic. Among the netbusters for Rangers were Darren Kaplan, Peter McNulty, Billy Newman, Chris Caress and Kieran Cook. North Wirral Saints clashed with fellow new boys West KB United and had Mike Manza bagging a pair, of pair and singles from a Sam Platt penalty and Dylan Pierce made it 4-0. It was Old Parks FC who had Adam Lamb, Jake Walker, local derby with AFC Park North, 4-1 that finished. Barker's armchair who had Darren Sutton Mike Searson claimed maximum points after inflicting a 2-1 defeat on Oval FC. John Skipsey scoring for Oval. Seems to score all the time. No. There are a few lads in Emily scoring all the goals, isn't it? Yeah. So, that's all the results. The early tables in the Prem, you've got both the Dock and the Rock unbeaten, 3-3. Three the Woody just behind on six points played three. Course only played one hundred percent record. Who the Davies? The Biddy. That was a week before that we hadn't done. Beach two draws from two. Queen's a point from two. Same as the floats, same as the Lancelot. Same as the Neston. Rivica, none from one, and Biddy none from three. You got Bromber Rake. And the loop. New Ferry Rangers, 3 from 3, carrying on. Rock point, 2 from 2. How many have you scored then? New Ferry? Scored 10, conceded no. Fair play. I think they've had a 9 0. It must be in a 1 0 then. Yeah, they won 1 0 this weekend, didn't they? Yeah. And then AFC Teamer, 7 points from 3 games. Whippy Rangers, 100% from 2 games. North Wirral Saints have got six from three, same as Old Parks, same as AFC Park North. That third division looks like it could be tight. Uh, the goal scorers will be up, won't they? Yeah, Bernie will put them up tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Jordan Coates is flying. MSC Eastern. MSC Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing well, eh? Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have this out every week now. Yeah. Getting back to some sort of routine, are we? Yeah. Um, hopefully, now kids go back to school. And yeah. And all that. To get their match reports back in, the ones who join in. And any newcomers want to join in. I see Bernie's been active, making sure he's got all your goal scorers right on Twitter. Yeah, just just make sure that you do give us some um, reports. I mean, either. You want to read it? Everyone loves to read it. Yeah. That's what we get asked, don't we? Yeah. Doc are doing something on Twitter there as well, I noticed before. 90 minute card, Kieran Amber was broken leg. Yeah, Brooke was like playing for layers, didn't he? Yeah, it's on Twitter if anybody wants to get involved in that. Yeah, it just helps, but doesn't it? You yeah. Know, it's hard times at the moment, isn't it, for people, especially, obviously, lo 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 losing work. 
as well over over as well. So yeah. All helps, lads. It all helps. Um. So that's all for this week. Yeah. Thank you.